Hi, so we are riding along with Parker Gordon. Hello. And Denise just found out that there's a second football team in Texas. Who are they, hun? Houston Texans. I've never heard of them in my life. Like, uh, how long have they been around? Like, that's insane. I've heard of the Houston Astros. Oh, they're just new. They're new. They're an expansion team. They've only been around a year or two. I've never heard of the Houston Texans. Like, that's <laughs> Oh my God, I gotta I Google it, but they've been around at least, I don't know, I've 20 years now? 52 years, and so for the last, let's be honest, 35, I've never heard the Houston Texans. <laughs> Who do they play? What division are they in? Like, what are the teams they play? Do they play the Bears? They do not play the okay, Bears, so normally. I don't know who they are. If they don't play the Bears, I don't know who they are. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to sell everything and travel the country at the tender age of 50? Well, with our last kid off to college and the ability to now work remotely, we've decided to do just that. So we're selling the house, loading up the dog, and hitting every city from California to Florida. We're scouring the country for a new place to call home and dragging you into every restaurant, Airbnb, and tourist trap we encounter along the way. This is the Skip Town All-Stars podcast. What's up, All-Stars? Welcome to another episode of Skip Town All-Stars. How are we doing? Good. We have a special guest <laughs> Hello. with us. We do have a special guest today. She is the oldest kid in our family. We call her Big Z, P. Biggie. We have all kinds of nicknames for her. Ladies and gentlemen, Parker Gordon, welcome. Hello, guys. I'm so excited to be here and talk with you guys. It's so. crazy because you're the firstborn, but you're the last one on the show. I know. I know. Um, I've been waiting for my moment to shine. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, little backdrop for all the listeners. We are in Texas. We have a bunch of stories to tell from Texas, but we are in Corpus Christi. We're going to focus this episode primarily on that. Since we're here with you today and you've been here for about four months, we know that you have a boots on the ground experience in Corpus Christi. So we're going to just jump right into it. Why don't you tell us how long you've been here? What's going on in your world? What happened after I dropped you off back on Memorial Day? Yeah. Um, so pretty much what happened was, can I start off with like how I got my job? So, yeah, absolutely. Of so course. like people know the background and why I picked Corpus Christi. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I went, so we, I was born in LA and I decided to go to college at Boise State University. And from there, I was in my last semester as a senior deciding what I wanted to do with my life after I graduated. Um, a lot of people, um, wonder what they're going to do, yes, but I felt like, I felt like There's I 50 somethings wondering what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. How, why do you Absolutely. think mom and I sold the house? We don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Absolutely. But it was really one of those moments where I realized that, you know, a lot of people were trying to figure out what they wanted to do, but weren't really like putting, getting the ball rolling. If that makes sense. You've yes. always been a go-getter. So yeah. like you've never wasted time. So um, what I remember is that graduation was approaching. Yeah. And that's when you really started moving. Well, I actually started, I started applying. So my major was in media arts and emphasis in journalism. And I decided I really wanted to do print journalism. That's what I wanted to do was uh, do newspapers, rights for newspapers and things like that. Well, I realized slowly on that it doesn't pay well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of a dying, um, it's got, what would you say? A industry. Industry. Yeah. There I mean, you go. There's always going to be a need for print. Uh, but as media conglomerates sort of uh, merge together, there are just less and less opportunities out there, especially for people your age. Yeah. And the opportunities they did have were like internships. And I was like, I've like, I was at that point, I had already had a lot of internships throughout college. I uh, had an internship that turned into a job at the writing center on campus. Mm -hmm. I interned, um, my senior year at Barstool running one of their social media accounts. And uh, Barstool Sports. Sports, we're yeah. Talking. yeah. And 
I had uh, worked for Tesla and I worked- So you were making good money at Tesla and you knew that you didn't want that to stop. Yeah. And it's not just, yeah, it's not just that. I just thought like, it was very interesting to hear how all these jobs were like, oh, you, you're coming out with a degree. We're going to pay you $9. Yeah. And I was like, so true. you're kidding me, right? I have a degree. I spent four years trying to get this and you're expecting me to live off of- nine dollars an hour mm-hmm. to intern and then maybe make twelve dollars an hour to actually have the job yeah that's ice cream making money right there absolutely i was like i could work literally anywhere and make more money than that so i found that it just wasn't being the right fit but i had applied and did so many internships uh not internships but uh job applications and interviews uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Uh, media arts was really nice because it was very broad. I had a lot of classes that were audio classes, but also like editing classes mm-hmm. and broadcasting classes, which kind of turns me to where I am now. But um, and I even took communication classes and things like that. So um, I had I was able to kind of figure out what I wanted to do within that major. Oh, oh. so we got our. Money's, money's worth. worth. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Oh okay, my so, Lord. Uh, really quick without spending too much time on it. If I remember correctly, wasn't there a class where a speaker came in from the local news station and that got the whole ball rolling for you in this, um, in this field because you're a news producer here in Corpus Christi. So am I wrong? Didn't it happen like that? It wasn't, it wasn't really like that. Actually, I had, already it was interesting how it worked out so i had applied to a journalism um like in a fellowship type of thing that would be in um in arizona oh okay and but then they told me it ended up being the company i now work for which is scripts okay um they were having this journalism fellowship it was a two-year thing it seemed awesome because i didn't know what i wanted to do and it could have been a great opportunity to turn into something else right so i applied well the hr guy there reached out to me and was like hey i really like your resume um but the thing is this is only for university of arizona students and so so you like, spent that time filling out the application and all that, and you didn't even realize that it was only for ASU. I didn't students. see it a- ASU or Arizona students. I think it was just Arizona students. Period. People the who state live, in residents of the yeah. state of Arizona or students in the state yeah. of Arizona. Okay. Yeah, and he's like, I really like your uh, resume, and we were just talking and stuff like that. And he's like, I'd love to help you more with your resume though, and get it top I remember tier. This. Yes. So we actually um, met on Facetime three times to get my resume up. And then he was like, you can start applying for jobs within the company. Well, I didn't necessarily know I wanted to be a news producer, but I had heard about it. I had a broadcasting class. So I applied a few times, like a few different locations within the company of scripts. And that's where um, another woman reached out to me and she was uh, explaining to me that I kind of need to start off in a smaller market Mm. Um, especially if I'm starting off new and never really doing anything like this before. Sure. Yeah. And she told me that there was two mar- uh, two places, Corpus Christi and San Luis Obispo, that was willing to bring new college graduates on and teach them everything they need to know about news producing. So what made you, if San Luis Obispo and Corpus Christi were two choices, what made you pick Corpus Christi? Uh, the main thing was... Uh, trying to make my money go longer for myself. I knew in San Luis Obispo, especially California, everything's super expensive. And I had gone over this with dad. Yeah. And we talked about, I mean, I'm not making amazing money uh, as most people But for would. someone your age, you're making really good money. Yeah, but like, it's not the same as it was, what, 30 years ago, 40 no. years well, ago? Well, very few things are. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people aren't like... Okay, so you knew that the money you're making right now would go further outside of California is what you're yeah. saying. Okay, that's why you picked Corpus Christi? Yeah, that and also uh, Corpus Christi is a beach town. 
So I haven't really been around the beach much living in Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Okay. So, Being a Southern California girl. Yeah, exactly. And so I missed the beach. And I thought in Boise I would ski and snowboard, and I never once did that. I mean, we did that in McCall once, but in Boise I never once did that. So I wanted to go somewhere where they had activities I actually enjoyed. Okay. So. Yeah, it makes sense. Totally. Yeah. But uh, so in the run up to that, I remember several panicked calls from you <laughs> uh, before you were even like you were more worried about your post-graduation life than you were even your finals and getting, <laughs> and getting out of your very last semester in school. Yeah. I remember you were giving me calls and you were just super upset uh, asking me if you should call person X back that you replied to a LinkedIn job, uh, you know, you submitted a resume on LinkedIn or yeah. whatever. And, and I just said, this is the game. Like you have to submit all these resumes. So yeah. tell me about your mental state leading up to graduation. I was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was a total mess. And I tried to seem put together to my friends. But the thing was, and people don't realize that sucks. Ghosting just doesn't have to do with like dating people. There's ghosting within the workplace too. Yeah, oh, for sure. Really? Yeah, especially when applying to jobs, they ghost you. I I didn't hear I probably applied to it's got to be like in the 20s or 30s jobs because I would send my resume in. Um there's ones that could be quick. I could just send my resume in through LinkedIn. Or other ones where I would fill out a whole application, do a cover letter, things like that. Never hear back from Did you them. ever send a follow-up email like, hey, wanted to make sure you got my email? A few of them, yeah. And still nothing. Still nothing. Wow. People are rude. It's a thing. I, I think it's just really uh, when you're getting when your HR department's getting inundated off of uh, off of a, say a LinkedIn application, know, honestly, you're getting thousands of applicants. I know, but when a twenty two year old young person sends you a oh. follow up email that should that's be usually, a star. Yeah. Like you should respond. That's just, okay. That's a bad employee. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it seems to be the name of the game now. Like it seems like even regular, like not regular jobs, but like non-corporate jobs are also kind of like that huh. where they don't follow up. I was just a mess because I kept, I kept calling you dad. I mean, this whole conversation takes me back to a time where Denise and I were selling the house and there was a particular day where Ellie was freaking out because she was passed over by a particular volleyball program at a particular school. Uh, Mia was freaking out because her apartment had just fallen through and she had to look for a new apartment and everybody knows how that ended. And <laughs> then uh, you called me uh, right as all that was going on, plus us trying to get the house ready yeah. to sell and all that. And you were freaking out because yeah. you didn't have a job yet. And it was like a month before, two weeks before graduation. Yeah. And you were just freaked out. And I kept saying to you, well, just stay at Tesla. Like you're making good money there until you figure out where you're going to work. And you just wanted out of there so bad. So then uh, you're about to graduate. You're finally going to walk. And a lot of things was, start happening all at once. It was before I walked. Yep. Yeah, it was sure. the weekend right before. Scripps called me. Um, it, the station at Corpus Christi called me. His name is uh, our news director, Jim Bob, called me. Jim and Bob. <laughs> That's Texas. It is. And he made me an offer after I had done two to three interviews, waited for a long background check that took forever. Yeah. Um, and he made me an offer. And... My parents were like, you don't want to move somewhere that you've never been. <laughs> yeah, so. we were a little worried about you just because uh, it just felt like you were rushing the process a little bit. And we were obviously concerned, like, what is this job? She's never been there. Um, they uh, when they said they would fly you down here and put you up for a couple of days so you could actually see the place. Yeah, I was a little more relieved because I knew at that point a job that's going to invest in, you know, sort of bringing you down to check out the area uh, may actually be a job worth having. So, yeah, to be clear, I think what dad and I not I think to be clear, I know that dad and I when we said you can't take a job in a place you've never been. We actually meant you have to visit it. You can't take a job sight unseen. Some people do, but it's not what we recommend for our daughters. No. Yeah, I absolutely. And you're a young girl. Like, what if this area was really bad, like very dangerous? What if it was 
you know. Yeah, what if uh, their salary only paid you to live in a place where it's just super sketch? So for us, we wanted you to actually go visit it before you took the job. And you did. Yeah. So they flew me in for a weekend, which was really nice. I got to see the station. I got to walk around downtown Corpus Christi. They took me out to dinner one night. And I was able to see the station, walk around it, meet some people, things like that. The area they had me stay was kind of by the beachfront, like where the pier is. It was beautiful. It was absolutely like everything I wanted in a small town type of feel city. So you had to basically start the day after Memorial Day, if I remember your job. So you and I on Memorial Day weekend uh, got you from Boise with your tattered cargo bag on the top of your car (laughs) and your kitty cat who wouldn't stop peeing in his crate. He was scared. Of course, I understand. Um, he was a good sport, though, for a cat. He was. He would cry for an hour or two after every day we'd put him back in the car. Yeah. And then after a while, he just resigned himself to like, OK, I guess we're doing this. So yeah. uh, but it took us uh, two or three days to get here. The first thing we had to do was find you bedding, if I remember. Yeah. Right. So I had already had like a bed at my place that I figured out. Um, You're a whole so situation. good like that. <laughs> yeah, she's very you resourceful. You ended up having somebody on Marketplace yeah. deliver your bed for you before you even arrived in the yeah. apartment. That's like incredible. You're so good like that. Yeah. And you had a roommate already. I uh, had a roommate. So no, like the whole thing was I found out at the beginning of May that I was moving here and it was towards what? the end of May that I had to leave. Yeah, you had so a month. I only really had a month to figure out where I was going to live. Yeah. Who you were going to live who with. Who I was going to live with. Yeah. How you're going to get your things there. How I'm going to get my things there. I know. It's so crazy. It was it was insane. So yeah, I only had I yeah, I had two to maybe two and a half weeks in between the time I graduated to move here. But I also, no one realized I had to sell everything I owned in Boise already. You guys were like, you got to keep what I you have to you. a car. Yeah. So, because I couldn't take a U haul. We were definitely not renting a U haul nope. for, so, cl- for clothes you've had since you were a sophomore in high school. So, uh, but yeah, I kept telling you said, well, it's not going to fit. It's not going to fit. And then finally, I gave you the money to get your cargo bag. Yeah. So you could put a little more stuff in there. But really, you know, it was you mostly had clothes, a TV, some other stuff. I know, Your but typical the furniture college stuff. you had at Boise was all stuff you got like at secondhand stores or on marketplace, anyway. So it wasn't anything you were really tied to. Um, not really. No, it was just more like figuring out because I moved. It was just a crazy time. I graduated a week later. I moved out of the place I was currently living at. Then was staying with a friend until I moved. That whole month was like crazy (laughs) and I had to figure out there was points where I posted things on Facebook marketplace and I was like I'm selling this dresser for 30 bucks and I thought that was cheap it was it it was a decent dresser but it wasn't like amazing or anything were you able to sell all of it or did you have to to finally give some of it away I wanted to I wanted what I wanted to do was get everything out of the first house I was living in sell it all before I went to my friend's house to stay there yeah because I was like, I don't want to bring everything over no, to her you, place. No, you it didn't work it. like that at all. Oh, really? Uh, no, people. No, I posted. I even posted my bed for free for a week, and no one oh, picked it up. Really? Wow. Yeah. So I had to move everything to my friend's house. We put it in the garage, and then I just marked everything as free, like, and I just gave it all away. Okay. Well, yeah. do you think uh, one of the reasons for that is because you were so basically all the students were either going home for the summer. Or whatever. I mean, it's just, it seems like one of those things where your timing was bad. Like if you were trying to get rid of that furniture in the fall, when people are moving back to the door or back to their apartments or whatever, you may have unloaded all of it or even gotten a little bit of money for it. Yeah, maybe, probably. But there wasn't a lot of students there. Everyone had left already at that point. But I just thought maybe someone would want it. Well, yeah, you're in Boise. It's a pretty big city. Like, how could you not have sell a dresser for $30? Yeah, it was was very stressful. And through all of this, I had my cat. So (laughs) (laughs) I was moving him from my old place to my friend's place, then on the road, and then here. and. 
I like by the end of it, like, you know, you guys have Roxy, but a cat's a little different. He can't like go to the bathroom outside. Oh, you know, he needs know. a litter box and stuff. Yeah. So I know but you're a good cat mom. Like you Thanks. took him to the vet when you got here because he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't behaving and you thought no. he was not, he was mad and his yeah. losing he hair. He was losing hair. So yeah. you're a really good cat mom, but, but you're always have been very resourceful. So you are, you're very resourceful Thank about you. just, I need this. Oh my gosh. I need a random roommate in Corpus Christi, Texas. And then like, bang, you called me and like, I'm going to be living with some dude. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what's going on? Like, who is this guy? Like from mom and I's perspective, you had done zero research, but in your in defense of two things, number one, young people just play that way. Yeah, they, they can get away with it, and I remember doing that when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, uh, you've always been good about sort of you know you have two or three boxes that something needs to check, and if it does it, then you're good. Yeah. You don't really have to. You and know. he's been a great roommate since you. Yeah, moved he's in. a good guy. Oh my god, yeah, awesome. I mean. It makes me want to live with guys like from here on out. You know? All right, let's be so- careful about that. <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> like that, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it's like super easy. Well, you know how like the show New Girl, everyone's like, oh, that show's so funny and stuff like that. It really is so easy just living with the opposite gender because there is no drama. You're right. Yeah. Like, I think going through Boise, I had always girl roommates and they were great and stuff like that. Ups here, downs here. I know Mia talked on her podcast and she was saying when with you guys before and she was saying how, you know, like living with your best friend can be good sometimes, but also bad. And I think just living with girls and period can be good or bad, you know? Yeah, of course. Because it's just the drama of it all. Very. Um, but I have girlfriends. Like that's the thing. It's just like living with them. It's just a little bit more. It's right. a little easier. It's a little a boy easier. boy does not care where you're going to hang a painting on the wall. No, Let's be honest, where a girl would be like, I don't like it there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm definitely, I'm definitely not trying to seem like one of those people that is like, oh, like I hate living with girls and stuff like that. It's not that at all. It's just more like, it's just so easy. And I think it's just maybe though, it's just the person I'm living with right now because he's just so easy. Yeah. You guys both really just stay in your lanes. You intersect once in a while. It's always a cordial. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I mean, it. We normally just text <laughs> if we need something from each other. Like, just our living room separating the two of them, yeah. but that's how they communicate. I mean, our whole living room is so clean all the time. Um, if I need him to get stuff out of the laundry, I'll text him. I'll be like, hey, can you get your stuff out of the laundry? <laughs> oh my God, he's two feet away. Yeah, you're taking know, advantage but, of his kindness. Yeah, but like I, I just... I don't want to bother him. I don't know because he so he works from home. Got it. So I don't know like when he's working and when he's not. Like I kind of know his schedule, but I just don't yeah. want to bug him. You know. No. Yeah. So I mean, we in have a couple sm- times, I would say I was going to yeah. say in a couple times we've met him. I've actually not known whether to speak to him or not because he has, he has his, his earbuds in. in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm and I know that's how he does his job. So I can never like the one time he put his finger up, he's like. Oh, sorry. You know, yeah. I'm like not with you right now. Yeah. You know, he was in the middle of a call. And yeah. So-, so that's the main thing too, is he always has his earphones. And so I don't know if what, like, I don't know if I should talk. So I'm always like, Hi. you guys need to come up with a hand sign or <laughs> something <know>. like, <laughs> are you, you know, um, anyway. So how do you like living? You've been in Corpus Christi now for four months. How do you like living here? Let's start with that. And then let's talk about your job. Yeah. Um, so I like living here. It's very interesting. My friend, my coworker, Taylor, who's also one of my really good friends. um, Whenever I go out and I talk to people and they're like, where are you from? I tell them Los Angeles because that's where I was born and raised. Oh, for sure. So when someone asks me where I'm from, I tell them Los Angeles because that's where I'm born and raised. Well, it's really hard because people are like, you came from Los Angeles to here? How's that? I'm like... Well, technically, I haven't necessarily lived in Los Angeles for four years. I lived in Boise for four years for college. So it's been a while. And Taylor loves to say, Boise was a perfect buffer. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of is. That's really funny. Yeah, I guess it makes sense for sure. Which is true because because everyone's like, how much of a culture shock is this place to you? I'm like, it's kind of like Boise, but kind of like LA. Like, it is a little bit of both, right? It's a little bit of both. It feels that beach, way, yeah. You have the beach like Los Angeles. Boise had the mountains like Los Angeles. But um, okay, 
So with the that- people here are kind of like Boise people. And what does that mean? Um, everyone's really nice and welcoming. Um, but it just uh and you know, there Boise loves country and the politics at Boise is kinda like here. So Yeah, that makes okay. sense. Okay, okay. So how's it like LA then? Because you said it's like LA. Is it just the, the homelessness beach? and oh. the dirtiness of it? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's it's pretty really dirty. Sure. Yeah, once you go more inland, it's just you haven't seen it because we've just gone on Ocean Drive with you. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So Denise, so, so for the record, Denise and I have only been here for this trip about what? Twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, just twenty four hours. Okay, now, so, so so the homelessness and the dirtiness reminds you of Los Angeles. Oh, absolutely. Okay. It's really sad. That is sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. All right. So let's talk about the morning of Tuesday, whatever that was, and you came into work for your very first time. So day one, I work for Chris 6 News, K-R-I-S, and I'm a news producer. So pretty much what I do is I write everything the anchor, aka the person who's on air on the camera. Uh, talking says and I decide where which stories go where and in order so so I'm the brains behind yeah for sure but your first day you weren't that you were walking in green and uh what was the environment how was everybody how was your first day my first day was great I mean the first my training process normally the training process that they told me it normally is is they just throw people into it well (laughs) for um scripts is now taking a step back and they're like okay why are people not staying as a news producer and it's because one it's stressful and two you kind of threw them into it you know yeah so they're taking a new step at like different training process and i was the first one they did a new this training process with so the first two weeks was mainly me meeting people of the station, figuring out what their jobs are and how they relate with my job. Oh, that's a great way to learn about all the different departments. Yeah. I mean, I met everyone. I met HR. I met like, um, I met like all the anchors. I met all the editors. I met all the camera people. Oh, very cool. Just everything that goes into the whole job and how, um, the whole station works together. Oh, that's, and they didn't do that before. Um, no. Oh my God. Okay. So then I'm sure they had like a day where they introduced, but for the most part, they just threw them into it. Meaning like they started their first show three days later. Wow. That's frightening. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're four months in. How do you like it? I still love it. I mean, it's stressful for sure. (laughs) Um, you come in, you have a show that you have to have everything done by, um, a certain time, yeah, right? like huh. fifteen minutes before the show, you're supposed to have everything done. That's really crazy. And news yeah. is just constantly pouring in, right? Absolutely. Phones are ringing. Yeah, people are saying, "Oh, we're going to drop in this, and we're switching that, and all that stuff," right? Well, you, th- yeah, and there's new updates coming out about this, and uh, sure. Oh, this person got shot in the ass down the street. <laughs> so you got. Is that is that like is a that's thing? an actual story? Was that, was that a was that a top story? It was a top. It was breaking news, but we didn't. We took out the ass part that he got shot in the ass. We just said he got shot. But you know, everyone in the news station laughing, and they're like, "He got shot in the ass." <laughs> oh my God. This sheriff at a local. Um, Sheriff's Department, uh, County, um, sat down and his gun went off and shot him in the butt cheek and the back of the leg. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> and that's breaking news. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it. Well, it's I just, we're it. local. So I it's not, it. we, we do some local story. We try to get as much local things out as possible and then we go national. Yeah. Yeah. For okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so tell us about, give us a crazy story other than the ass shooting. Um, Well, there's a lot of, with news, and I find this to be true, before I even started working in news, people were like, you know, it's really hard because news is always bad news, you know? know? Yeah. And so I've heard a lot of sad stories um, within my job. Of course. So a lot of times I, like, one story I heard that was really sad was like, these, uh, there was these few high schoolers that uh, were racing against each other. Drag racing? Um, yeah. And they were 
racing against each other after school, uh, right before graduation. And this is like one of the first weeks I was here and, uh, one of the car flipped and killed three of them. Oh yeah. And then the other car that didn't get flipped, the driver was, uh, under charges and things like that. And he ended up, uh, killing himself a few months later. So, you know, it's, it's really sad to see how stories unfold and how people's lives are changed by traumatic things. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he lost his friends and then he was going to be up on criminal charges. That's just terrible. Yeah. So Um, but you know, that's my job. It's like, it's, it's kind of the, the sad part is it's, it happens like that where, um, it is bad news, but I don't think I would have a job if it was, if there wasn't bad news. So it's just really, it's really like double, what is it? Double edged sword or how do you say it? Totally. But like you said, you even visited, like you guys do local news on like, local businesses like you said there's a really cool thrift store and you guys did a segment on that like do you ever do cool things where like you're like oh i want to go visit that yeah i mean we have there was we did a story about this sky uh sky bar that was opening up across the bridge to portland and what's portland another city another city across the harbor bridge um and Pretty much what happened was it's like a sky bar, but like they did like a soft opening. Uh-huh. So they were just doing it for a weekend and I found out about it and I was like, my friend Lauren, who I made here, I was like, Lauren, let's go. I have a day off <laughs> oh, on yeah, this exactly. weekend. That's the perks of working at a newsroom. Like you- I know everything that's going on. Yeah. Like it's awesome. So I'm, I'm very, I feel like I'm more in like aware of what's going on in this city than I did in Boise or LA and oh. I live longer there than well, I did. Well mom and here. I would agree. I mean you're way more up on current events than you've ever been, than we've ever known you to be out of all of our children. You were sort of always the one who was asked like was behind everyone else in terms of like, you know, major events, major things breaking or whatever. And you'd be like, wait, what? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of like crazy. Out of all three girls, you are doing news because you were the least like news interested person. I was very up to date with celebrity news. <laughs> That's true. You were. You were. All right. So um I have a question for you. Since you work at the local news station, and you spend time with the local anchors, you guys socialize and you go out. Does the, do the local anchors ever get recognized when you guys are out at a bar? Like, cause they're local celebrities really. I mean, I am from a big city, Chicago. Whenever we saw our local news people out, we'd be like, Oh my gosh, they're so-and-so. Does that ever happen to you guys? Um, when we go to the hooks game, which is a um, minor league baseball team here. What are their names? The hooks. Oh, the hooks. Okay. It's a minor league uh, league uh, baseball team here. Sure. We'll go there and they'll get recognized and stuff like that. But it's because there's a lot of older people when we go out. Not as much young people watch the news. Oh. Oh, that is. <laughs> so I find that really interesting. I would never even have thought that like young people wouldn't know who these anchors are because they don't watch the news. They don't yeah. get their they don't get their news from the eleven o'clock know, or the five I'm o'clock like, or whatever. That's so surprising. Yeah. Oh my makes total sense. I mean they get all their news from like TikTok, Twitter, you know, all oh, that. Oh, do right? any of these girls have a TikTok? Um my friend Taylor, who's an anchor, doesn't have a TikTok. Um my friend Cordero, who's a reporter, has a TikTok. Okay. So he'll post on there and stuff, but Got most it. of them have Instagrams. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. So I guess we should ask you the question that we've asked the other two girls, which is how did you feel when you heard we were going to sell our home, your childhood home? I mean, I felt sad for sure. It definitely was one of those things where I was like, wow, like I'm not going to have somewhere to go back to like a home base. Yeah. But I'm like 22 and I've been out of the house since I was 18 so I've had that time to come back and see the house with my college friends and yeah. then post-college, things like that. And I knew it was just the right move for you guys. I mean, for the girls, I understand why they're so upset. It's not that I'm not upset. It's my childhood home. But I had that time to part ways with it because that. 22 now I'm already living on my own and I would only really come back like yeah. once a year, maybe twice. That's true. But um, you did come back the last month we were there 
and I appreciated it. You surprised everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, and um, it ended up being a really sort of sweet visit to have all five of us under the same roof again. But uh, tell us about your trip home. Um, so they switched my schedule one week to so I could work weekends. And so I had I ended up having a four day weekend before your week of weekends. Yeah. started. Yeah. Yes. So I was able to do that. And I was like, I texted my dad when I found out I found out two days before. And I told him, I was like, I want to come home and say goodbye to the house and see everyone. Booked a flight and I came home and I saw everyone and I got to see all mom's friends too, which was awesome. Yeah. I mean, nobody was, it was a real, it was a mom was in the me. middle of a, mom was in a little, in the middle of a little get together with her uh, girlfriends and you uh, basically just waltzed into the backyard where mom and about 10 friends or however many uh, in your sisters were. Tell me about that. Um, it was, they all looked at me like, like a ghost. <laughs> they were all like, wait a minute, you're here. You yeah, because then I was new. It was a surprise. All it was. I knew was dad. Yeah. So um, everyone was surprised and it was so not, I mean, mom's friends are all so great. So everyone was so excited to see me and uh, the girls were excited to see me. And it was just, it was, it was honestly one of those nice moments. It was like the last moment I was going to have coming home, surprising people at yep. that house yeah that for is sure because we sold the house we were out two weeks later yeah so it was a definitely a special moment for me for sure yeah it yeah. was a special weekend for me too i mean i slept like a baby that night yeah. like just knowing all my kids were back under one roof yeah one last time it was great it was, it was really a good nice. feeling yeah everybody was just it was good vibes all around mom yeah. and i were excited for our version of the trip ellie was Super excited um, to be going off to college. Um, Not happy about the house being sold. No, for sure. But I don't but, think it really hit her then, though. Yeah, no. it hadn't. It was a sweet. It was a sweet goodbye. It was because everyone and Mia yeah. wasn't crying yet. No, she yeah, was so not. when you were there, dad is right. It was a sweet goodbye when you were there, but then everything took a really bad went, turn two weeks yeah, later. <laughs> it all went off the rails when we when we locked up the pod. I mean, could you imagine going off to college your first year? And not ever being able to come back to the house, not bringing friends back for spring break, not being able to see it at Christmas or Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving, you did not spend your first Thanksgiving with us because they only give you two days off of school anyway. But could you imagine your first Christmas break not coming back to your home? Well, that was the thing. And that's why I said earlier that I was very lucky because I I'm 22 now, so now I had all this time to come back with my college yeah. friends and things like that. And I know it would have been so hard to not have, like, it was a home base, and we don't really necessarily have that home base now. Yeah. So Ellie really, you know, legitimately. No, had- and it makes sense. I'm not. I'm not saying that I don't understand why they're crying oh, or no, upset. You haven't. Like you I haven't said. That. I no, totally understand. Never, yeah, you've been very supportive of how they're dealing with all this yeah Um, absolutely and i think i think it's so fair for them but also it's like i it's one of those things where you guys have been talking for a while and you know we want you guys we're off at college now living our lives like you guys should also be off living your lives like it doesn't make any sense why we have to have a home base for you guys to just stay at you know so let me ask one question what is it that you miss about la Parker was never a fan of LA though, so no. I don't know if she's going to even but have you, anything that she. Out misses. of all of our children, you seem to really—I don't know—it's weird because you seem to fit the LA prototype more than the other yeah. two. Like you are always about your hair, you always about yeah. purses and clothing. You yeah. and you know, for the record, I mean, I'm, I just want to make sure everybody who's listening knows. It's not like she was a pampered princess. Like Parker was always on the grind, finding jobs. I remember you were working out of somebody's garage, some little Armenian kid's garage, (laughs) packing uh, iPhone car holders for Amazon just so you can make fast cash to buy your own clothes. Yeah, now thinking about it, I think it was all a scam. (laughs) Well, you know. He actually sold the product. He sold the product, but I was doing the fake reviews online. Oh, God. Okay. Oh my God. Um, all right. Well, but the point is, is that you've always had a job ever since you turned 16. And in high school, I think you had two jobs at one point you were babysitting and also working. I 
I think maybe at the warehouse when you were doing both, but, um, you've always liked nice things. I've told yeah. everyone this and you've always bought them yourself. Yeah. So, um, you and know, you've always sported them on Instagram and you, yeah. you like, you're all about like, so you are very much an LA type of person in the sense there's that an imagery factor. Yeah, absolutely. You like nice things. You have nice things. You always keep your hair nice. You always have your makeup nice. Like there is a certain LA factor about you. So, um, that's pretty, you know, that's, that's accurate. Um, so what, I just know that you've never been a fan of Los Angeles, but is there anything that you miss at all? Um, I would have to say that I miss how like much things you can do. Like on a Monday oh. night, there's like three concerts going on. Oh, that's a good point. Um, there's so many new places popping up in LA, like restaurants. Yeah. It's like, let's go to this new restaurant. Heard it's amazing. Five stars and we'll go. And it's amazing. So I think I miss that the most. And also the food. Yeah. Okay. So you're 22. You're living in Corpus Christi. Uh, you're from Los Angeles. Do you still get that question from people? Like, do you know any celebrities? Because that's always the question it seems people get when they find out you live in LA. Um, yeah, I kind of, it's interesting you say that because I don't get that many questions about how, have you met any celebrities or anything like that? A wow. lot of people don't ask me that and never in college, but in college, in fairness, a lot of Californians went to Boise state. Got yeah. It. So, so you've um, all seen celebrities. So everyone's like, everybody saw Shaq at California chicken cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're over it. Um, but just mostly people are like, oh, you're from L.A. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. And I'm like, what does that mean? And a lot of times it's when I'm out and uh, I, I a lot has to do with the clothes I wear. I'm very like out there with it. Like one time I wore this um, super fashionable like um, uh, feathery top. Uh-huh. It's pink. And the, these two people and they were at a bar and they were talking to me and my friend Taylor and they're like, yeah, we're from blah, 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 which is like a small town in like Texas. And like, I don't even remember what it was. It was, it was like, I'd never heard of it. Uh -huh. And they're like, where are you guys from? And you know, she, she was telling them where she's from. And I was like, I, uh, yeah, I'm from LA. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. And stuff like that. <laughs> like, okay, I, I don't care, you know? <laughs> So, um, it's definitely the way I dress to shows. It's an outer, it's an outer part of me shows LA a lot, but the inner I feel like is not so much LA. So. Oh, what does, okay. What does that mean? Um, what does inner LA mean to you? I think with LA, it was very difficult. And I've heard this before from people who are like, oh, my friend moved to LA. I was like, oh, good luck. They'll have two friends. Oh, it's true. You in LA, it's very difficult, especially uh, being younger in LA, having really good friends because everyone wants to be famous. Everyone wants to seem cool. Everyone wants to be like on like the like coming up and things. Yeah, like everybody's that. chasing the next shiny object, and yeah. when you're parties over then all of a sudden your friends sort of dissipate onto the next thing right absolutely I mean when I was in high school I made like two really good friends I had Allie which was my high um, best friend since elementary school I had my friend Taylor like I had at least four or five good friends but like but high school Taylor is different than Taylor you work with now. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just to be clear. Yeah. You, you but, have a magnetism for Taylors, yeah, it I seems. do. <laughs> and they're both good people. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, they really are. But, I mean, I lived there 18 years, and I ended up with only five good friends from there, like, which is fine, but, like, I those were my five good friends. I didn't really have, like, acquaintances or anything like that, you know? And that right. kind of was how they were, too, you know? They only had either two or to five good friends so it is very difficult to find genuine people in LA that's to wrap it all up to say it hmm. faster and easier yeah okay so you're you're so when you say my inner is different than my outer that's what you mean like inner meaning that it's just a little more challenging to meet quality people no I'm saying my inner is different than my outer meaning my outer is LA and oh that's what I'm saying but your inner but is like inner, more sincere more genuine yes. got it and, yeah. so, and is that what Boise and Corpus Christi mean to you like what yeah. like what is an what is an inner Corpus Christi look like oh yeah that's a good question I mean 
I've had the opportunity to work somewhere that has so many different elements and jobs within the company and within the station. I've met so many people, but all genuine good people at the station. And so it's very difficult for me to necessarily say like, oh yeah, all Corpus Christi people are like this because yeah, I've been here for four years. But four months. Four, four months. months. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> four months. Um, but I'm, I'm normally working. That's normally where I'm at. Like I'll go out with them, but normally when I'm going out with them, I'm there to get closer with them. Not so much meet like other people people like I'm willing to meet other people of course but you know what I mean yeah Yeah. so they're probably my guess is you're in a building with so many people they're probably a good what's the word a good representation thank you they're probably a very good representation of your community at large absolutely yeah so that's kind of how it is you know so everyone's really nice everyone's really nice yeah and then I have my friend Lauren, who I um, I met, I met through, and this isn't an ad or anything, but I met through Bumble BFF. What is that? So Bumble is this dating app, but then they started making a feature called Bumble BFF. So you are BFF means best friends forever. Yes. Okay, and so you can meet other people in your area if you're like yeah not guys but girls right right right. yeah oh and you met her through that yeah so I met her through that and we snapchatted and it took like a week or two for us to actually like make set stone plans but once we did um we like hit it off right away oh that's (laughs) awesome that's great yeah is that a very popular app to use when you move to a new town and don't know anybody I didn't think so I had a lot of friends in Boise when I left well, you're in college. It's so yeah, easy course. to make friends in college. So, yes. Yeah, I just, but it was one of those things where it was so nice because I had like my friend Carice who was like always down. He shoes my buddy towards the end of it with my friend Emma and all three of us would hang out. But, you know, if they were busy, I had my other friend to hang out with, you know, like it was like, you oh, what are you doing yeah. tonight? So it was like, it was always like someone was available to hang out. I always had someone and I was just very lucky because I was very social person. So I made a lot of friends in college. So I came here. I'm like, this adult life is kind of lonely. Oh. <laughs> it is. It adult sucks life being is. a grown up, doesn't it? Yeah. Adult life is lonely. God, if we had Bumble BFF when like I was an adult or like, you know what would have been great? Like Bumble MFF mom's friends forever that sounds like something totally different but i guess you know we met moms that like mommy and me so okay i love the bumble bff i think it's fantastic for young people oh absolutely i mean i don't know how it works for guys because you know guys have egos so they're like i'm not going on bumble bff but oh that's true <laughs> yeah, i never no, thought of that oh my god there's no guy that's on bumble BFF. well just go BFF. to a bar and watch a game or something you're gonna meet friends if you're a guy it's that simple so it's you know made for we're, girls. we're like two track mine yeah, and they also on Bumble have this thing. It's like Bumble, um, something about like trying to co- like Bumble Connect, where you can connect people like through your jobs, like say what your job is and try oh, to connect through other jobs. That's a great idea. Great idea. Yeah, maybe I went on it and I saw like two people, and I was like, yeah, I don't think this is there yet. But okay. it's good. It's not. Okay. It's not the LinkedIn they they want it to. So be you met Lauren. You've met people at work. You're feeling comfortable. Um, just cut to the chase. Like, tell us about your church date. <laughs> yeah, the dating pool here sucks. Aww. <laughs> it's so bad. So she, you called me, I, I made a reference, but you called me maybe a weekend or something yeah. like that. And you said a gentle, a young gentleman had asked you out on a church date. For the people who aren't from the South and don't, I, I could quickly figure it out because I grew up in a rural environment. But for the people who aren't from the South, Tell us what a church date is. I don't even know, really. It's just going on a date to church on a Sunday, right? Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. it was. I don't know what a church date is either, but it sounds so... Well, he so- first started off the conversation with like, do you go to church? And I said, no. And he was like, do you... Uh, oh, I was going to ask you to go to church with me on Sunday. And I said... Um, 
I was just like, yeah, I don't go to church. And so the conversation just kind of I think of you should do out. it. I think you should too. Oh, absolutely And report not. back. <laughs> you <laughs> went to a Catholic high school. You've yeah. been baptized, confirmed. But that doesn't mean, just because I've been baptized and confirmed, I'm baptized doesn't mean. Not confirmed, no. sorry. Yeah, baptized. Just because I've been baptized doesn't mean I practice the I think religion. you should try something different. You could use a little Jesus so. or I Muhammad or, no, or Gandhi or whatever. You could use all those guys. I'm down it. to be spiritual and go to yoga and stuff like that and meditate but like i'm just not about try it and, no. and when have you done that and when no. have you been to yoga <laughs> tell us about this i said i'm down to do tell it us about I this mythological I yoga and i never said i have tm you've been I said just the thing is is i would be okay with going to church but the politics that come with church i just don't agree with and especially in texas that's just my opinion so Okay. Fair enough. All right. So, all right, let's get to it. You've been to Corpus, you've been in Corpus Christi yeah. for four months now. Yeah. Let's hit your top five. Yeah. Okay. Break them out. <laughs> Grab the list. Top so, five likes of Corpus Christi as told. Dramatic reading. Top five likes of Corpus Christi, <laughs> Texas, as told by Parker Gordon. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> So um, some of these I've already talked about, but so you won't be a surprise, but we'll just go over them again. Yeah, they're your top five. So list them. So I have my top five good things. My first one is like coworkers, friends, um, all really great people. Yeah. Definitely going to forever remember them throughout my life, especially Aww. since it's like the start of my career and it's like they have really made an impact, made a huge impact. I mean, the thing I've realized is the reason I wanted to leave my last job was because the co uh, I had one coworker friend named Zandria who I'm really good friends with still, but the rest of them I didn't necessarily like. They kind of made a toxic environment. Yeah. Um. And so coming here, I was really scared about that toxic environment oh, happening. For sure, that's a valid concern. And a lot has to do with uh the heads, the managers, just letting that happen. And I know my last manager kind of, you know was didn't squash it didn't squash it also contributed to it Aww. so i was like i don't want to be a part of a company that does that you know of or, course yeah. so i was really nervous sure. uh, moving here and uh it's been amazing Aww. everyone's so great everyone's That's great so nice. well yeah i mean i can relate I, I just uh i had to um Get one more test done for Roxy at this one place where we're going to take her, Barkeritaville. <laughs> Shout out to Barkeritaville, who's going to house Roxy for a couple of days. Um, but I had to get one more test at the vet, and the girl on the phone, Sierra, yep. was just, she said, Well, welcome to Texas. And it was just like such, like everywhere you go, it's kind of like, it's really funny because, you know, on one hand, there's a duality here. You get, yeah. don't mess with Texas. But then you get, welcome to Texas. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Like, what the hell were we doing? What kind of dance is it we're playing here? Yeah, but but everybody's true. been so great to mom and I just in our travels and everything. No, I, absolutely. Really, really nice people. We have tons of stories to tell in Texas part two coming yeah. next week. So Okay. So your coworkers was- Yeah. my And also my coworkers are just hilarious, like funny people, like Aww. just the, like- it was funny. Someone was saying they were like, um, good thing, like, HR isn't down here because this is what we say. But I think just news people are just, like, hilarious people to begin. You got to have a personality to work in news, you know? Yes. Yeah. And so you look... And it's kind of morphed personality because it's all bad stuff, but, you know. That's true. You have to, you have to be lighthearted. Like, There's got to gotta be, be like, a little bit of dark humor. Yeah, yeah. dark humor. Dark yeah. humor. And, um, okay, so you... I, it's, I think it's safe to say... You actually enjoy going to work every day. I do. Oh, that's awesome. Sure. That's fantastic. That is, most people don't have that, just so you know. Yeah. And I mean, ask me in six months how I feel, you know, because okay. <laughs> we'll check in with brand you in six months. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really happy with the way things are working out. Your, okay. Right your now. career is off to a good start because you have good people supporting you yeah. exactly. at the office. That's I, great. That's the thing is they absolutely support me and see me doing well. Great. Yeah. Okay. So what's your number two? My apartment. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. It is a nice Your apartment. apartment is so nice. So we've had the chance to see it. I mean, James moved her in, but I saw it for the first time last night. Her room is so big. Her bathroom is big. The closet's huge. Her living area is so nice. Um, her kitchen, everything. You picked a really great apartment. 
and it's yeah. two, two blocks from the beach. Yeah, not bad. It's yeah. two blocks from the beach and three minutes from my work and seven minutes to downtown. So that's a great number too. Beach out with my buddies drinking and work. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. There's a trifecta. Yeah. That makes number two on the list. Like I said, she finds something that checks two or three boxes yeah. and she's like, I'm in. Yeah. Well, the next one goes to night scene. Okay, so. <laughs> so I like I like the night scene. Like it reminds me a lot of Boise, whereas Boise had like a downtown area where you could bar hop around yeah. and everything, and everyone's nice. And um, that's what uh, Corpus, Corpus Christi yeah. has. But also on the, there's a South Side where they have a few bars there. And the South Side, if for anyone that doesn't know, that's kind of where the Target is, the mall is, things like that. Got it. Whereas, okay. I, whereas I live close to downtown. Got it. Okay, so downtown is fun. And then the beach. Number four. That's a good number That's a good four. One. That's a great one. Yeah, I mean, I Do you love spend the beach. a lot of time there? I don't spend as much time as I should, as I want to. Um, I think just with my days off, I get really tired. I... I'm one of those people where I want a little like a buddy to go with, you know, of I course. feel like if I go alone, I'll be like, this is fun. And then I'll sit there and I'll be like, OK, now I'm bored. <laughs> All right. So you have to get on Bumble BFF and find a beach friend. Yeah, You got to find a beach friend. Yeah, for whatever absolutely. your day offs. Are. Yeah. And then the fifth thing is Whataburger. <laughs> Whataburger. Oh. <laughs> Why are you whispering it? Hey, have you heard of ASMR? <laughs> No, water burger. <laughs> what's ASMR? Oh, it's the way you talk and yeah. make people fall asleep. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Oh, oh my god. People will go on there. Oh, that. Yes. Yes. I'm That's familiar. why I was like, water burger ASMR. So, what's your favorite burger there? Pickles. Oh, I like the patty melt. And shout out to my coworker Frankie for telling Ketchup. me about it. <laughs> Stop it. Mustard. <laughs> go on. Um, I love the patty melt. Uh, and, and Frankie. And Frankie. Frankie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I interrupted go ahead, go ahead. Frankie. Yeah. Yeah, Frankie told me about it, and it's so good. Is Frankie a coworker? Yeah, Frankie's a coworker. Is Frankie from Texas? Uh, yes, he is. Oh, so he so knows. So Frankie knows. Yeah, Frankie knows. Frankie knows what's up. Okay, yeah. those are really good top fives. Yeah, yeah now let's very get good. To, let's get to the bad stuff. Okay, so you have <laughs> five bottles. Every city has an ugly underbelly. Unfortunately. Go on. So the next one is the road slash drivers. The roads. So for anyone who comes to Corpus Christi. Don't expect good roads at mm. all. Expect your alignment to be messed up. <laughs> oh, they don't take care of their roads. So what happened was, and this is what I asked my coworkers, the city council didn't take care of the roads for about five years. We're like, we're halting on taking care of the roads. We're not going to take care of it. Didn't Who does do anything. That? Idiots. That's unbelievable. <laughs> well, now it's going to take 20 years to fix those five years. Oh, wow. I thought wow. honestly, because we there's Hurricane Harvey here. I thought it was from Hurricane Harvey. That's how bad the roads are. My coworker Scott was telling me he's like, it's literally two. It's like literally a pothole, like jumped together with a little bit of asphalt and then a pothole. Oh. <laughs> like, wow, that's that's terrible. the roads but, here. What, you don't know the reason why they just decided to stop. Was it just they were financial just, reasons? It, they were putting the money towards something else. They allocated it toward a different What, toward area. the bridge or something like that that they're building? I don't know. Don't know. My, um, okay. my coworkers didn't necessarily say what they put the money I towards. I want to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. We'll have to find out. No, I know. It okay. could be the Harbor Bridge that now is not going to be worked on at all oh, that okay. everyone put money towards. So, All right. So number one is the Brit. The roads are terrible. And drivers. Oh, drivers. Oh, Texas power- drivers are horrible. I thought Boise drivers were bad. LA drivers are horrible too, but like Texas is the worst. In what way? Explain. Okay, first of all, I cling to my life driving on the freeway. Because oh, <laughs> they're driving so fast and like literally like jerks. They'll rot like they'll ride your tail bumper, end. Your bumper. Yeah. All the way to where you're going, not even go around you. (laughs) Why are you looking at me? Dad does that. And he's not from Texas. I do not do that. Dad does that. He'd be a great driver here. They're just rude. They don't let you get over like when you need to. Wow. This sounds so so much like Los Angeles. Yeah. You should be used to it. You You should should be like, it's worse. You should be Mad Max on these streets. You should know what's up. No, it's worse than LA. Okay. Because LA, there's so much traffic that people have to slow down. Here, there's not that much traffic. So people go like 80 in a 65. Oh, okay. That makes it difficult. Okay. So that's your number one with the roads and the drivers. What's your number two? Just stay away from the potholes because we just got you that car. I know. I know. Um, 
The next is the fashion because I'm. I always feel like I'm the most fashionable one. <laughs> okay, what does Texas fashion look like? I don't even know. I mean, everyone just kind of dresses like not out there at all. I think just I liked LA a lot, like the fashion sense. And this was kind of in Boise because a lot of people um, in Boise are from California, so they had great style. It's just the style aspect of like walking down the street. It. Yeah, I miss it. People but- dressing up. Dressing up. So for sure. people here mm-hmm. wear what, like more shorts and flip flops when they go out? Yeah. Oh, that's hard when you come from a city like Los Angeles where everyone is dressing cute. I mean, yeah. really, everyone dresses cute. Yeah, even just to go to Starbucks. Agreed. You know. Agreed. And then. Except the- for me. <laughs> go on. <laughs> the next one is the dating pool. Yeah. I don't understand this I because know, you're either. telling me there's young people out, there's a nightlife, and there's a bad dating pool. I honestly. I'm going to say, I don't believe you. I think it's your generation. All kids your age complain that there's no one to meet. That's my two cents. Because you're all weird. I think Um, so. (laughs) Well, okay. So let's just set the table for a second. You have, there's a military base around here, right? Yeah, so Navy. Okay, so there's a Navy base. You have a minor league baseball team. Okay, you're literally listing all of the worst type of men on the planet. (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, well, I don't, I'm not trying to steer you toward one or the other. In fact, it's fine with me that you don't have anyone. But, um, but then you also have the college down the street. Um, Okay, so let's just unhash this. You're talking about pilots, Navy pilots. Okay. Who travel everywhere. Okay. They don't stay here for that long, two okay. years. Fair enough. So Kids. they're not looking for a girlfriend or someone serious. Right. Then we have the minor league baseball players who are also not staying here long, who are trying or are getting moved other places. Right. Then we have college student guys <laughs> who aren't staying here long. <laughs> All right, you're right. Okay, I've listed like three. So, so my you're whole right. thing I've, is, I've listed three very bad types of men. But no. all I'm saying is there seems to be uh, for a young girl a bumper crop of dudes that you wouldn't necessarily find in another city. Statistically speaking, so many cities have way more women than they do men. Yeah. Right. And this state in general, has more men than women. So, um, and, and you have a nightlife here and you And they want young- to take you on church dates. Yes. Ugh, no. Okay. <laughs> but no, but just the main thing, and this is like something that like, just to keep in mind, like Corpus Christi is kind of a tourist area. So people aren't here long. I never okay. heard of Corpus Christi being a tourist area. It is. Oh, wow. Okay. All especially right. the island. So. Oh, okay. It's All more right. of a spring break type place. It is for sure. Especially during the well, summer. That's fair. Because when mom first asked me what Corpus Christi was like, I said it's Daytona Beach with a Texas flag. So. Um, it is. No, for sure. And even yeah. my coworkers told me like when I first got there, they're like, dating here sucks in Corpus Christi and it's all tourists. All right, so, well, okay. Who am I to argue? You've been here four months. You would know. Okay. So let's get on to number four. Uh, the homelessness and uh, and how dirty it is. But it's not just homelessness of people. There's a lot of homeless animals too. Oh, uh, what? Do you Oy. see dogs running around? Yeah. Oh, that's got to be painful because I know how it's sensitive really you are to animals. All the shelters are uh, filled up. Like we've done so many stories about shelters being like, please, we are trying to give out free uh, spay and neuter. Uh, and nobody will do it. No. So everybody's so- animal just gets knocked up and then we have animals running the street. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, there's got to be an organization. And No, they tried. Multiple organizations have come out and been like, we will do it for free. Just bring your animal in and people are just lazy and don't want to oh, do it and so then their animal dogs gets... running around yes there's kitties everywhere oh goodness okay that's a that's a really bad one okay that's warranted on your list for sure yeah. okay and then what's the fifth one the heat Ooh, that's a good one because i did not realize how humid texas was it's oh. it's definitely the humidity and the way it just feels, I mean, you're going from your my car to like my job and I'm just melting as I'm walking. Yeah, it's pretty to my sticky job. out. Even right now. It's, it's What's pretty- the highest temperature it's been since you've been here? It's got to be mm. like 116 or something. It hit that high. Yeah. It was heat advisories as of that high. Ooh, wow. That's really brutal. Plus the humidity. I mean, dad and I, I can't, I, I honestly did not know that Texas was humid. I don't know what I was thinking. I knew it was hot. 
I did not know that Texas was humid. I didn't know. I don't know. I live under yeah, a rock. There were places even in central Texas where, you know, it was a, you just expect a dry heat that we're so used to on the West Coast or in Arizona or wherever. Um, but yeah, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of moisture in the air for sure. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So that's, that's hard. Are you getting acclimated to that yet or no? It's, Not really. Okay. Well, you still have, I mean, I am, my hair isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know, you have a little wave to your hair, so that's yeah. kind of, that kind of works for you. A little bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, you know, uh, I, I get it. Yeah. That humidity would kill me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, those were really good tops and bottoms those are really good um so uh we appreciate you spending some time with us yeah Yeah, for sure our little texas resident i know i saw the i saw the license plates on the car i know i love the texas license plate i think it's the cutest (laughs) i love it too i actually am so happy that you're here um it's kind of nice to be able to come visit you i mean it's my first visit here i'm super excited about coming back there's it's a big state there's so much to see um, I don't know. I love that you picked Texas. I'm yeah. so glad you did not pick San Luis Obispo. Yes. I mean, I'm yeah. really glad you picked Texas. It's it okay. would have been an easy choice to come back to California, but you really went for it. And, yeah. you know, your mother and I admire your sort of independent mindedness. You Thank are, you. You, are, you are very, you are our wild child for sure. <laughs> uh, but we also appreciate your ability to think critically on what's right for yourself. Yeah. And when you pursue that, you usually have good outcomes. So yeah. this has been refreshing in a lot of ways it's yeah. just opened up a whole new door for us especially because we were leaving like you moved before we moved yeah and you had a big move in your own life yeah. and so uh and you're handling it great. really really well i mean Absolutely. i know that it helps you have a good roommate i know that it helps that you have good co-workers but even in a situation like that Sometimes people like still don't make the very the best of it. Even yeah. though you have those two going for you, some people don't see the good in that. And you actually have like just done so well. You've noticed that you've had good coworkers and you you obviously have made the best of that. You recognize you have a good roommate. Um, you know, you're making the best of this city and we're really, really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I just I think definitely it's you know, when you don't have something and then you have something. Oh, it's course. one of those things where you're like, wow, like I didn't have this before and now I do. And maybe it's something so small as your coworkers being nice to you. Um, but the fact that you recognize it, it is pretty amazing yeah. as well. Because some people could have that and never recognize it. Yeah. So, you know, the fact Just that you're being reckon- self-aware. Yeah. And so, um, well, we wish you the best. Thank you. Yeah, we're we do. So I mean, it really feels you. great that you've just left like all your little sort of pettiness and squabbles behind. It yeah. feels uh, from college. And it's just like you've totally like, I don't know, it feels in a lot of ways you, you like like you've been an adult for a few years now. But yeah. it feels like you really, truly have like uh, this adultness about you, if that's yeah. a word. So. Well, I just love the fact that like you work in news and I get to hear stories every day. <laughs> like it's a different day. I'm like, what happened today at work? You're like, oh, here's a funny story or here's yeah. something that happened or, oh, this happened in behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I love like when we chat on the phone, you always have something good to say. Yeah. I mean, it's never a dull moment in the news business. That is so. true. Yeah. That's, I guess, more accurate. Than Whether it be the content or the people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, look, I'm happy you landed where you did. I was not particularly happy when you told me you were going to be a media major in college. You switched majors from business. Mom will tell you I was not happy. I just didn't want the entertainment business for any of my kids. You're skirting that line right now. I don't want you to head into the long hours that I have consistently worked. But it is good to know that you're working a position where you're actually compensated for the hours you're there and the overtime and the extra days and all that stuff. Well, you never know. I mean, this job could turn into my whole life or like some people go from this job to politics. Some people go from this job to working out of college. Some people go back to college after this job. So it's one of those things where it's like, you're just so aware about what's going on in the country that it kind of opens the doors for a lot of things. Sure. It can parlay into anything almost. Yeah. 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 Well, we support you in whatever you do and just know that if you decide to go back to college, it's on you this time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
All those bills are being sent to your place yeah. instead of mine this time. Uh, but uh, we love you very much. Love you guys. This was love a, you. This was a thrill because it was the sort of complete trifecta of getting yeah. all three of our kids on the pod. Yeah. We're very proud of everything you've done so far here in Corpus Christi. And we love you so. I love, love you. you guys. All right. Well, let's, let's hit the beach. Let's hit the let's beach. Let's hit the beach. We will see you guys next week. Tell them. Empty nest. Full tank. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.